Yo, what's up? My name's Andrew. I am the co-founder of 17 Online, artist manager and director at Oso Management, and one of your presenters on the Backstage with Oso podcast. My name is Jade Hub, and I'm a DJ and producer, as well as a co-founder at 17 Online. Welcome to Backstage with Oso. We're music connoisseurs, passionate individuals. We're hardworking, and at times in this podcast, we're going to be controversial. All right, episode seven, Backstage with Oso, myself, Jake, and Andrew here today. And today we are going over a wide range of everything we've been up to this week. So we got an upcoming music video shoot this weekend for the J-Dub Project and the Riley Ella Project, which we talk about some of the things that were involved in that and some things that we probably didn't uh, allow for when we were sort of planning initially. So yeah, we go over that as well as uh, what we're doing to level up the J-Dub shows also a little bit of a mental health check-in, as well as uh, going over like some of the mindset and some of our key takeaways from the week, as well as changing up our routine, um, which has been a bit of a game changer for us, which has been really good. Uh, the other thing we've gone right into is Oso Sounds. So Oso Sounds is the sample packs, preset packs, and all the stuff that we do on the music production side of things on 17 Online. And we also talk about Grant Cardone and his 10x rule. Uh, we've been listening to a lot of podcasts from Grant and also watching some TV series about him and how we've interpreted his 10x rule and impl- applied it to everything we're doing right now. And, and it's been really good for us just to fix, I guess, and also readjust our mindset. We also talk about the Oso movement drop number two, which will be coming out not at the end of this week, the week after, so two weeks from the podcast date. Um, and we also talk about myself and my role as a manager slash tour manager with Jake's upcoming show and shows going forward and what I'm going to do to ensure that Jake's brand is elevated to the next level. Hell yeah. With that said, let's get straight into it. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Backstage with Oso. This is episode seven, and today you're here with Andrew and Jake, and we're going to be talking about what we've been doing this week. So, Jake, what have you been up to? Man, it has been, it's been one of them weeks where it's just been random as hell. We have done a little bit of everything this week, which I'm not complaining about because, yeah, creatively, I like to, uh, yeah not get content, not get bored. So we definitely haven't done any of that. But main priority this week has been setting up for the video shoot, which is going down this, I'm going to say Friday night, but really it's Saturday morning at like 2 a.m. Because that was the time that we could get at the said location that we don't want to disclose yet. I just don't want to give too much away for this. But um, yeah, it's been a crazy week of organizing props, people, special effects, uh, all this other stuff, man. So yeah, the props were probably the random start of it, man. So take them through it, bro. What have we grabbed? Yeah, I mean, it's it's been pretty crazy. Everything from branding, you know, hoodies, which is what we did today, to Hell branding yeah. baseball bats and just a lot of unique props and then just putting little Oso tags on it just to kind of give it that next level of... We're I looking like a Supreme store out here, man. Yeah, We're like one yeah. brick away from a Supreme store, dude. Yeah, like, it's a bit like it, it kind of looks badass, though, but it's like really subliminal kind of branding. Yeah, 100%. Within the shoot. Yeah, no, it's been um, 
well, yeah, first and foremost, mad respect to anyone that does videography and uh, creates film shoots and video shoots full time because there is a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes yeah. that you don't realise until you start doing it from like getting things like fake blood and driving 20, 20 fucking kilometres out of, out of the way just to get a little can. It's like just things like that that you don't think about. So we've yeah. tried, we hope we've got everything we need because Saturday, yeah. come Saturday 2 a.m. There's, there's, yeah, it's not there's nothing open, man. So <laughs> it's not maybe a Macca's coffee. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's it's been random, man. Like it's there's a lot more planning than what I initially kind of thought so I'm really glad that we have someone directing this shoot and it's yeah. not like just us kind of pissing in the wind going like stand here to do that or 100%. or like one of the photographers like anyone who's ever got press shots done would feel this like and if one more photographer says this to me stand there just be yourself I, that's that's the worst thing you could possibly <laughs> yeah. say to anyone unless they're a model I like I'm awkward in front of a camera so that is terrible advice so thank yeah. god we got a director for this thing so hopefully everything's going to look elite I feel very confident in we've really you know crossed all the T's dotted all the I's like really gone down to the attention to detail so I hope that really shines through and yeah, it looks sick. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna all shine through pretty well. And and for for the people listening, you'll start seeing the content coming out of the shoot this Saturday. You'll probably start seeing it in about a week and a half, two weeks. We're gonna collect all the assets, and like we've been saying in previous podcasts, we're kind of putting it into a full bundle, which is what we're gonna be using for the whole marketing of the the Riley and Jake's track that's coming out, which is in conjunction with the music video or music promotional video. So we'll do like a full rollout of everything together. Yeah, exactly. So it's yeah, it's it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, it's it's hard not to say exactly what it is. It's hard to yeah. say it but not say it, but yeah. And it's also annoying. I don't want to be one of them people saying big things coming because it's like, no, nah, we've actually done the work. We just <laughs> haven't seen it yet. So yeah. yeah, we had that discussion just before. I'm like, I don't want to like lead to things that we like. But then you made the point of. We've already done these things, so it's not like you're saying that you, we're doing it. It's like yeah. we have done it. It's so. been done. It just hasn't. We just haven't shown the product yet, which is cool. Yeah. Um, I guess another big thing this week has been um, completely switching up the routine. I yeah. know that we're we're both notoriously not necessarily morning people, but. I can't remember how we decided this, but we're like, oh, let's start doing gym at 6.30 before work. Yeah, I think, like, last week... Oh, last week we were trying to get, like, more hours in the day. Yeah. (laughs) As we're constantly running out of hours in the day and we end up staying here till ridiculous hours of the night and we're just like, all right, like... I think we got in a couple of hours earlier. I think we got in at seven one morning and then we were like, saw how much more we could achieve. Yeah. And we're just like, oh, we should do this every day. That's right. Yeah. And then that, that then turned into a Sunday night call, like just talking about work before Monday. Yeah. We're pretty good at that. Actually. We do actually plan out our week semi-decent and then we're just like, yeah, gym tomorrow morning, 6.30 AM. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I was probably still hungover, but I was just like feeling bad and I was like, all right, we got to do it. So yeah, yeah, I'm glad we did though. So yeah. Four days in a row, boys. <laughs> it's on. almost a habit. Yeah, it's almost a habit. So that's actually been really good, though, in the morning. Like, first thing in the morning, just getting up, getting active straight away. And then we've actually been going and having coffee and just a bite to eat straight after that. And then we actually, like, discuss the day, set out our goals for the day. And it's like, okay, what's priority, what isn't? Because when we're having these weeks at the moment where everything is everywhere and it kills yeah. my OCD brain and I'm sure yours as well that 100%. we have so many half finished tasks or like things that were 80% on but it's just that little bit and it's yeah. just like shit it's so easy to get lost in the mix and thank god we write everything down 
Because if we didn't, we'd have a lot yeah. of problems. So. <laughs> the, yeah, we're, the stack of whiteboards is slowly growing. <laughs> it is, it is, man. But it, it's been good, man. Like I think like one of the takeaways from this week that I think we've noticed pulling each other up on a lot is actually, you know, not so much like having digs at each other for staying on task, but it's like, okay, what is a priority? Yeah, definitely. I think we've been doing that pretty well this week. Yeah, 100%. I mean, even today, like I was... On that note, we've finally finalised the Oso movement uh, drop number two. Drop two coming, baby. So I was uh, mucking around on Illustrator um, fixing the front aspect of the design and I spent three hours doing something that in my head should have only taken like maybe five, ten minutes because I'm new to Illustrator. I can do it in Photoshop, but it needed to be an Illustrator to get the vector quality. Yeah, so that was one of those situations where it was like, I should have known 30 minutes into this that, okay, it's not worth the extra two and a half hours to still not even get it done. I should have just outsourced that five minutes worth of work yeah. Um, or, you know, yeah, send it to someone or send it directly to the uh, to the team to get shit done. But, yeah, we just... Yeah, <laughs> it was just one of them things. And then I, I came back from... Um, I had to dip out and go to a meeting. And then, yeah, when I came back, I was just like, oh, shit, just send it to someone else. And it's just yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. Like, it's just like that snap. But I guess that's a positive and a negative of us is we'll try and take on everything yeah <laughs> and minimize outsourcing to the max yeah so but yeah drop two drop two is looking fire this is my favorite thing we've done to date yeah, on the also movement 100%. like i'm genuinely excited about this like it's gonna be crazy like some of the i don't know can we talk about like some of the aspects yeah the i reckon because yeah. it'll be dropping in about a week a week and a half maybe week from today yeah so yeah we just, everyone will start seeing the, the assets online so yeah for sure yeah it. like so, some of the cool things that we've got like we've got a lot of symbolism and stuff like that but I think the coolest thing is I know I've put you on the spot here and I know you definitely don't have it up on your computer and you're probably like oh yeah sick we gotta explain that so how are you gonna go with this so we actually have some Chinese symbols on this design and Andy is semi-fluent. Would you say semi-fluent? Or fluent? Um, I'd say I'm on the way. I'm still got a lot to learn. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm work. I'm working towards it. Working towards it. Yeah. So yeah. Andy does tutoring. Uh, once a week, twice a week. Uh, twice a week. Uh, yeah, twice a week. At Sick. the moment. And what, what's the ultimate goal with that? Um, essentially, I. Out of high school, originally I wanted to be. Oh well, I was working throughout. Yeah, actually, out of high school when I started studying law, I wanted to be a lawyer uh, in Australia, get my experience necessary, and then transfer over and work in China as a foreign foreign lawyer. Uh, but ultimately, the goals changed throughout high school, and then yep. entering the music industry dragged me in. I haven't left since, <laughs> but um, I've, I've still continued still continued studying purely because I just wanted. It's just been a goal to get fluent, and also I think that moving forward the future is going to have a lot of opportunities for um cross promotion and collaboration between uh english speaking and not and not first language english speaking people yep. especially in asian countries and in particular china and there's also lots of opportunities in china for um non chinese dj's producers to go over and you know network and collaborate and and make money and all sorts of different uh, avenues of just yeah just improving their brand and and yeah yeah i guess everything so i've kind of just now still wanted to learn chinese but almost for a different reason yeah so ultimate goal is to eventually move over to china for for a short period of time yep. just kind of get myself 
more fluent. Yeah, yeah, more would fluent. Would you say? I don't yeah, know. kind of just getting engulfed in the culture and just and just be there and live it. Yeah. Because um, that'll definitely help me get to a fluency level. Yeah. Uh, the biggest problem at the moment is. Yes, I get tutored twice a week, um, and yes, I try to a little bit here and there. But I'm not speaking You're Chinese not every day, yeah. so it's it's hard to keep improving. Like because I feel like I'll, I'll learn new grammar every week, but then I'm losing a little bit every week at the same time. So it's I'm not progressing at a rate that I like. Yeah. Whereas I went to China for a law trip in 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 uni, which was about two weeks, and in those two weeks, like I progressed i reckon at least five percent which is like oh. major um yeah. considering like, how long i've been studying it for and yeah. that was only a two-week period because i would like i didn't need to go like order my coffee in chinese at starbucks because i spoke english but like i'm like oh, i'm in china so it's kind of acceptable for me to go do that yeah and so then i just used every, every opportunity to practice yeah hell yeah dude yeah. that that's actually crazy like what grade were you in school when you started this oh i mean i've been studying Chinese since I was probably like year one or two, but Whoa. like, but I started like it was, it was like the mandatory Chinese classes. Then when I switched schools, they didn't have Chinese, and I, I probably, I probably, I probably started studying it, probably year seven or eight is when I actually got into it properly, yeah. and then I made the decision in my mind that I wanted to get fluent probably year nine, ten, and yeah. that's when I started taking it seriously and got a tutor and started doing. Like yeah, wow. out of school hours, yeah. Yeah, that's a huge commitment, man. Like, yeah, 100%. A, a lot of people aren't even good at English. So, yeah, that's <laughs> so actually right. that is awesome, man. I know I got off topic with that, but hopefully that killed enough time for you to find <laughs> what we were looking yeah. for. Yeah so, yeah, so the quote on the shirt, um, is it's a Chinese idiom. So it's ni jing shu ren sai, which essentially means... Um, or loosely translates to like rebellion um, creates capability and also kind of like hardship and adversity fosters talent. So it's kind of this whole message about, you know, being going the easy route. Yes, you can get talented doing that, but like where, what, nothing that we do from what I see is yeah. easy. Everything we're doing is hard because we're doing it for the first time and learning along the way. So I see it as, oh, so everything's freaking hard right now because yeah. we're just teaching ourselves everything. And by doing everything and making it harder and doing hard things and, and not just taking the easy route, we're fostering talent and we're learning along the way. So it's kind of, Hey, it's it kind really of, yeah, ties, this, ties into our moral compass yeah, right 100%. now as well. Like, I don't know if I'm using that word correctly, but yeah. it sounded really fluent when I said that. So <laughs> I like that. No, 100%. But, so that's, yeah, yeah, that's on the shirt. And, and then the whole design of the shirt somewhat rep, uh, represents what that idiom represents. Yeah, which is super cool. Then there's some other cool little unique characters. Like we got the longitude, latitude. Is there like an actual technical name for that? No, I think the geographic location, yeah. Geographic location? I, I never should have doubted myself. So we got that on there. <laughs> and it, it, if you could be bothered to actually Google it, it's exactly where we are. So, yeah, yeah it's 100%. a cool little spot on the Gold Coast here in Australia. Yeah, so, yeah, I think, yeah, we were so confused in where we wanted this to design to go, and it kind of changed a few times. But I think how it's turned out is it's going to be really, really cool and people are going to like it. Yeah, especially with, like, I guess where our mindsets <laughs> have been over the past couple of weeks as well. Like, I feel like... I've been, I think like my mindset and my mental health has been a little bit of a crisis mode sort of in personal life, like just from different events. But work-wise, I feel super dialed in, which is really good. But I think like just these changing routines and these things that we're trying to do, it's like we're not sitting here feeling sorry for ourselves at the mm. same time. It's just like we are taking action to kind of, yeah, to change where we currently are. So yeah. and I that ties straight back into the... I think that's I think that's a huge thing is that's extremely prevalent in the industry right now is the whole victim mentality. Yeah, it's oh. like every other day you'll see something on Facebook or Instagram. Or Today, this, for example. Yeah, yeah, where someone's like, oh, 
why is this happening? It should be this. It's yeah. like, or like, why aren't I getting this? Like, th- and why does that person get it instead of me? It's like, okay. Like, and we did touch on this briefly during the the Bread Gang podcast, but it's like, we've, like, everyone's been there. Like, we've yeah. even, we, like, we've done this several times where we'd be like, shit, why didn't we get that? Yeah. And, but now what I think we've learned to do really well is, <laughs> why didn't we get that? Okay, cool. So we're going to do everything in our power to get that. And if we can't, we'll just get the next best thing or we'll get yeah. the, the better thing. We'll work harder and, and outdo it. And, so. and see, that's what I love about this as well is like even this week I caught myself saying and I was saying something about, oh, we're just waiting on this. We're waiting on that. And then I think when we started talking out loud to each other um, when we were having one of our regular meets of just reassessing our day we're just like okay fuck it why don't we do it ourselves yeah and i think we keep getting into this mind space which is good because we're we're willing to do the work whereas i think yeah. a lot of people aren't so yeah yeah it's it's quite interesting but in saying that also we are, are getting better at delegating as well and yeah. getting the correct stuff but that kind of flows on to you know what we were sort of what we were doing this week when it came to when we're organizing the tour stuff as well yeah so you want to run through that one a little bit more on like what we were sort of looking into this week or I've probably just jumped ahead 10 steps because my triple shot of coffee is just no. on right now, dude. <laughs> no, that, no, that, that, yeah. I think that segues perfectly because, yeah, we've, you know, like we've both looked at the JDUP project from an outside perspective and we've gone, yeah. okay, like how do, we le- how do we level this up? Like yeah. how do we consistently ensure that we're – above the above everyone in the game yeah regardless of what category in the in the scene it is like we're doing to our best ability with the resources that we have yes now we're not millionaires so we can't afford to hire a full videographer team and a full um digital marketing agency to to do everything every day (laughs) so what we've done is gone okay what what resources do we have? We have Jake and we've got Andrew. <laughs> and we've got... <laughs> we find this every day. Yeah. And we've got uh, a small amount of money. Yeah. So how do we invest that money and invest our time and yeah. maximize the return on that? Exactly. So essentially what we've come to the conclusion of is that when Jake, J-Dub, plays yep. shows, I'm going to come along as manager slash tour manager and not just to come along and meet people and have a chat and connect with people, but also as the social media slash videographer slash photographer to an extent. Editing content creation. To everything, yeah. Yeah. So basically how how we've envisioned this is, you know, I'll come along, um, I'll be a part of everything, but also I'm going to be... No, I'm not going to call it vlogging, but it's almost like a recap video of the whole night opposed to just the show. So we'll be doing, you know, backstage, meeting with promoters, meeting with, you know, fans, meeting with people in the club, yeah. having a chat, and then also taking some videos of Jake actually playing. Uh, and then also photos and videos after the show. And then I'll be either that night or the next morning or on the plane home, yeah. <laughs> over, piecing that all together. And, that, that, and there'll be a recap video for basically every single show Jake plays from this point forward. Yeah, see, and this is insane. And this is something that we've both really wanted for this project. Like, I've always dreamed of having, you know, like a full production team and a full, you know, thing like that. And instead of going like, I guess, like the old mentality would be like, oh, I can't wait till I get to that level. It's just like, okay, what do we have right now? And that's exactly what we've done is just like, okay, exactly what you said. There's two of us. <laughs> you point and shoot. 100%. I'll perform and let's call it at the end of the night or the next morning or whatever and then we can get the content straight back because there's nothing more frustrating from being a performer and you hire a videographer or you hire a photographer or or if you don't actually hire one and then you're relying on the club's footage 
and then maybe they were only shooting photos of drinks that night and you didn't even get any photos anyway. Yeah, so then you're waiting for content and they're like, I'm impatient as hell, man. Like, like most of the decisions we make, they're very, yeah. <laughs> very <laughs> direct like and can, uh, yeah, happening. So like, yeah, I think this is going to be a massive level up and you just got to look at the teams above us with that actually have money and a lot more resources and stuff. But we're like, man, if we can do this on a small scale, let's Build do it. it up. Yeah. And, and, and this isn't, and, and our vision isn't, you know, oh, you know, photographers and videographers don't do anything. Their job's easy, so we can just do it. And yeah, it's no. not like that at all. Because when Jake's playing a huge show, we'll also get a videographer to capture 100%. the show aspect. Because the equipment that we're going to have isn't going to be the best. Because we one we can't afford it, Born and it doesn't budget, make sense. Baby. Yeah, <laughs> on a budget, and it doesn't make sense to buy it right now. And also keeping in mind that you know. Not that everything's about money, but I like to th- think of things from a business perspective a lot of the time. Yeah. It's like, okay, I, like I'm coming on as like a quote-unquote tour manager. It's not like clubs are immediately going to be like, oh, yeah, cool, you got a tour manager. Here's an extra grand. That doesn't, that's not yeah, going to no. happen, and we don't expect that to happen. So the early stages, like I'm paying my own way to get there. So like we're, we're not recouping a lot of this money. Yeah, so it's no. like It's a lot of outlay investment. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and also like buying buying a camera, a video, like video camera and then, you know, buying all the necessity, the necessary accessories. A- accessories. accessories. Yeah, yeah, that was a struggle. We got there, bro. Yeah, we, we got, got there. there. Yeah, so it's like buying all those things and, you know, expecting to, you know, not recoup that money back straight away. But the whole exactly. point is we're coming in we're providing so much more value than the club's actually paying for so that when we come back around the next time, they will appreciate the next price. Exactly. And that's how, and that's how we're, we're justifying everything that we're doing. And like on that note as well, like you just touched on before, we're not trying to be videographers, we're not trying to be photographers. And even if you looked at my Instagram stories this week, I'm doing graphic design and, man, making merchandise and stuff. And, like, all these random props and stuff, you must think, like, I don't know, it may look from an outside perspective, like, hey, these guys aren't even doing music, but I'm, like, I only put, like, these little things on my story because yeah. I think they're cool and interesting rather than me just, like, EQing a snare for hours or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. Or me on AI for three hours yeah. trying to edit a line. <laughs> exactly, man. So it's it's just, like, I don't know. Like, we, we show a little bit of behind the scenes on Instagram, but it's definitely not the reality because we're doing – Far more than that, and just to really touch on that point is we're not trying to be a clothing company. We're not trying to be graphic designers. We're just like, okay, what can we do with the resources we have? We're willing to work. Let's work until we actually have a budget and we have and we have a better idea as well that we don't get taken for a ride by, you know, someone who's not up to the job or doesn't align with our vision. And, yeah, until we get a good team around us and stuff like that and we can afford to have a team as well, um, yeah, it's like do it ourselves, keep it in house, do the maximum we can with what we have, and yeah, really just a no excuses mentality, which is let's talk about 10x, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah, interesting topic. I mean, we've both been watching, um, like a, a show, uh, called Undercover Billionaire, mm-hmm. and and uh, a lot of the quotes and a lot of the chats that we've had f- as a result of that show have been around the the guy Grant Cardone, yeah. uh, who's the 10x guy. If you haven't had, search him up, you might be a fan. You might hate his work. Like yeah. it's up to the 10x your rule. interpretation. Grant Cardone, what would you say? Property developer. He's like worth two yeah. billion dollars. Yeah, property developer. Essentially, uh, crowd funds, uh, large amounts of capital. And buys low-risk uh, property assets, generally um, 
residential buildings or yeah not i don't think it's commercial i think it's purely residential yeah yeah, yeah lo, low funds. risk commercial yeah re, uh, low risk residential rather and yeah just crowd funds all the money and then saves the whole the banking aspect of everything and he seems to be doing pretty well from it so yeah yeah we've been taking away a lot of things from him so i i think the biggest the biggest thing that um we've kind of taken away well that i've taken away at least even today is yeah. the whole don't blame it's like we've said before the victim mentality like it's easy for he uses an example you know the power goes out in your house and you go and blame the you know you go blame the council you go blame everyone else but yourself and it's like well you know that isn't necessarily your fault but at the same time it is your fault because you could have had you could have prevented that you could have had a generator in your house and then he yeah. goes on to say you know the first excuse is oh i can't afford a generator <laughs> but it's like okay well if you can't afford a generator, like that's okay. But then you've also got to factor in the, you've also got to factor in that then maybe you can't work from home for those three days, yeah. and then you, you can't feed your family for those three days because all everything in your fridge has just gone off, and all these other things that are actually maybe potentially more costly than purchasing the generator in the first place. Yeah, exactly. And that <laughs> it, it's so interesting, and we come across it like in everyday life as well. And like I'd be lying if I said I was like always at this high energy and stuff like that. And I, I think one of my takeaways from that as well was I was getting a little bit concerned this week that we might have been taking on too much. And I was just like, shit, maybe we're spreading our, you know, our brain bandwidth a little bit wide. Never. Never. <laughs> yeah, I know. And this is this is why I'm very grateful that we have this partnership to bounce off each other with because I was thinking, okay, not let's scale back but let's keep everything within our control right now. Whereas mm. you're like, nah, let's keep going up yeah. more and more. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then I, I sort of like, yeah, sort of had that moment listening to this and it's just like, okay, cool. I was, I was thinking too small scale and I was thinking immediate of what would, you know, generate some income and stuff like that. Whereas a really good takeaway I got from listening to Grant Cardone was like, you know, he's not aiming to be rich. He's aiming to be wealthy. Mm. And there's a big difference, you know, like rich is like all these little short get rich quick schemes and like, you know, a quick bounce in money doesn't mean you can sustain it. And I think that relates back to being a music artist as well Yeah, is having one track take off or, you know, you're an influencer that becomes a DJ and then all of a sudden you do one tour and it's like bang and then all you got, you got all this coming in. Like how do you sustain that? And it's just like and then that kind of went full circle for me. It was just like, okay, that's exactly everything we're doing at Oso right now is about wealth and longevity. It's not about this quick get rich quick scheme or like mm. this let's get rich or like let's just do this to get to that point. It's like, no, we're we're setting up all our nets right now. And that's why it probably from an outsider's perspective, this business kind of probably I was trying to explain to someone this week like what we do and then I'm like, oh, yeah, today we're recording a podcast. We're printing a, a, a jumper for a video shoot and it's just like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what the hell are you guys doing? Like yeah. focus on music and it's like, nah, like I've yeah. done that for years and it's just like now it's like, okay, cool. How can we, you know, capitalize on everything and like create everything as a product and come and grow and like, yeah, really bring it up. So. And, and I think to relate that specifically to the music industry, I was listening to a podcast uh, this morning, actually, where I believe it's Gareth Emery was on there, yeah. and there were he was essentially talking about how, you know, he's been in the industry for years and years, and he's built a loyal fan base where it hasn't just been one spike up because he's just released one banger. It's been a lot of music over time, and then he was comparing himself. Then they asked a question of, you know, 
like, do you get pissed off essentially if, you know, some new guy that's just released one big hit is then billed above you on the tour poster? And he's like, well, yeah, I, I used to, but now he's like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't care because I know that that guy's not going to be there next year because yeah. unless they do something fantastic and keep going, they're going to drop back off and I'm still going to be in my same spot. And it's one of those things where it's like, he said, you know, you can, you can, if you get a lot of fans quickly, you can lose them just as quickly. But if you slowly yeah. increase those fans, unless you do something ridiculously stupid, you're not going to just drastically fall off because that doesn't happen. Yeah. It's like they're with you for the ride. And like, yeah. and that's it. And that's like the coolest thing. Like for whoever is actually listening to us right now, like thank you for being day ones. And like yeah. you're along with the ride you know, we're like, not stopping. We're, we're, we're not going stopping, to the top. man. Like, <laughs> good good it, luck, anyone coming against us. <laughs> I love it, man. Like, you could look at the stats and you could get disheartened, or you could do this and do that. But I think we're just—I don't know—we're so in the future with our thinking that we're not really even paying attention to, like, you know, how many likes did this get, or yeah. oh, this didn't hit well. It's just like, okay, this is setting up for this in the future, and like, it—it it can be so. I guess without being on tour for me, I struggle a little bit. I guess on a personal level of like, I feel really boxed in when I have mm. to be in one location and I have to, like, I'm not, I'm not like, I don't know. It's very, very hard to explain, but I, I feel like I can get a little bit trapped in my own environment. Mm. And like, that's the thing. But luckily when we're in here, the sky's the limit and we can really like sort of dial in and be like, okay, this is where we want to be. So just listening to these things and stuff like that has been something that's really pulled me out this week a lot, like especially the Grand Cardone thing. Yeah. And we listen to other podcasts as well and just other things to put a little bit of perspective on the world because if you're like me and you get in them states where you just feel stuck and you feel like you're doing all this for nothing and then yeah. you check in your bank and you're like, oh, shit, like it can be a struggle, but it's just like, okay, no, there is a light at the other side. And I even have to remind myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm probably going to listen to this on one of my down days and be like, yeah. You said that, so hold Damn, yourself accountable. Sounds good. Damn. <laughs> yeah, you better get your ass up. Like, yeah. let's go. So yeah, that's been yeah definitely one of the things that's been a mindset shift for me, and I think for you also this week is just like the different, a different sort of thing. And I, I think we should touch on something that within the ten X stuff with the Grand Card owner stuff, yeah. it's just like it's one thing to be okay. Let's work ten times harder. Let's go 10 times better at this, let's be 10 times better at this. And this is something that I didn't factor in at all, is yeah. the adverse side of the 10X rule, which yeah. is it's probably going to take 10 times longer than you expect. Yeah, 100%. So I think that was a, a real moment for me as well this week because I was just like, fuck, we should have already had this done. Like, it was like, I think it was, um, and we'll actually talk about this next, is Oso Sounds and stuff, and it's yeah. just like, you know, this should have been already performing at this level and it's not. And I'm like, why isn't it? And I like get frustrated because mm. I'm like, we've put so many hours into it, but it's not performing at where I think it should be Yeah, just yet. But it's exactly that thing that puts some perspective on it. It's like, yeah, it's probably going to take 10 times longer. It's probably going to be 10 times harder. Yeah. So you just got to counteract that with your work. 100%. And I think it also comes down to the 10X thing is like, okay, well, a lot of people fall in the the normal category, and and then there's nothing wrong with that. Like, and 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 society kind of rewards normality to an extent. Yeah. But what he, what I think, what I interpret the ten x rule is, you know, work ten times harder, do ten times more. Yeah. But also do stuff that people aren't willing to do. Yeah. So whether that's you know getting up an hour early, or you know meeting with someone for coffee for 10 minutes or getting on a plane to go do this or go do a music video or, you know, create a website or, you know, it can be any number of things, but it's, you know, 
pushing that boundary to push yourself above normality and getting towards, you know, extraordinary. And I think that's the thing that we're pushing at the moment is yeah. ensuring that, hey, like maybe not everything we're doing is hitting, but we're doing stuff that people wouldn't do yeah. and they can't do or, or they would never put the effort in to do. Or they just look at it and put it in the too hard pile. Like yeah. it, it's like that. And like that's actually something else. It's like, you know, you wouldn't like put up on a billboard like who wants to be average like come sign up to our course or yeah. you know some shit like that it's like we're not aiming for averages we're aiming for something yeah. that is yeah exponentially larger than what well, exactly to that point is hey if if we were you know happy with normality and um just want to make a bit of money then sure jake see you later go on tour i'll chill here i'll collect my yeah. little bit of money and i'll do a little bit of socials on the side and i'll post oh yeah there's jake at his show here's some <laughs> footage from someone that was at the show it was cool but no like that's that's been done by yeah. everyone millions of times and like yes er we've done that shit before like that's happens but yeah. like we're, we're taking action to get out of that and that's the biggest thing is hey it like it might not work for the first bit. We like we might get there and be like, shit, this is a lot harder than we expected, which is most likely <laughs> well, going to happen. That to happen, which is but, most likely going to happen. Because yeah. <laughs> I've talked to people like Damon, who we've had on the podcast, and I know how hard he works to edit videos after the shoot, and <laughs> and yeah. I don't have nearly as much experience as him. So it's yeah. gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. Well, nearly as much. You have an iPhone, Andy. What do you <laughs> What do you mean, bro? Like, <laughs> no, but like when he's sitting there after a show, I know he's been, like, I see him yeah. up super late. That guy hustles hard. So yeah, mad does. respect. So um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with this but it's like no no it, yeah definitely on that point it's like you know we're gonna incur them problems and i guess that's sort of almost what we're looking at as well and i think that put perspective on the things this week is like expect 10 times the problems as well like yeah. you're gonna get in the club and you're like not gonna know the aperture settings uh, i don't even know what that word means yeah i still don't so, know what it means <laughs> i don't know either bro, but we're gonna figure it the fuck out because yeah. that's just what we do we gotta wake it up yeah <laughs> we haven't even bought the camera yet yeah. <laughs> so yeah like it's gonna be all them settings and setting things up and stuff like that but we're definitely not afraid to look for it i know it's all going to be online or you know if we're lucky enough to have someone like damien who's willing to help us out and uh yeah damien <laughs> please help us out um <laughs> please yeah <laughs> so yeah it's, it's going to be a wild ride but exactly exactly to that point we're not trying to be just another cookie cutter act or just another agency not that we're an agency at all but we're not trying to just fall into that that category of like yeah hey here's the product there you go it's just yeah. like here's the product but here's this here's that here's that like yeah. here's like holy shit we've just created this thing that's like yeah huge great yeah. example marshmallow and shalizi shalizi yeah. is marshmallow's manager geez that was a mouthful and it shouldn't have been <laughs> um God, but yeah just looking back on that like if any aspiring managers producers djs or anything want to check out a really good podcast short story long hosted yeah. by drama the episode with Mo Shalizi on it is incredible mm. like I don't want to dive into his story too much but it is such an incredible story of how he's taken essentially a concept created a brand and just how he stitched it all together and then everything they did it wasn't just like oh hey this guy started at the bottom of the poster and now he's working it up like yeah. the Gareth Emery thing like he did build his following yeah but Marshmallow went a different marketing method but also had the work to all back that up it yeah. wasn't just like a marketing stunt built the legitimate fans to justify it before he came out as an act exactly yeah. man exactly and it wasn't like you know i can't wait till the till the time that someone goes oh you're an overnight success it's yeah. just like i can't wait for that moment because yeah. it's like damn dude like have we actually done it because yeah, yeah man we're working so yeah, yeah. 
far out, hundred percent. And actually, on that, another thing we'll be doing this week or working towards this week, mm. it's on the board, yeah. uh, <laughs> is how we're leveling up the imagery for JDub. Yeah. So we've been talking for a while about how we're going to, you know, incorporate more visual elements into your shows. Um, obviously, we'll be depending on the venues because not everyone will have um, stuff that we can use and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. But how do we, you know, best, you know. I don't know, I'll let you talk about it because you, you have the vision in your head opposed yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, like I guess like my artistic vision for the JDUB project is is, is kind of like not like going to the extent of excision where the visuals are the show, but it's just like, you know, it needs to tie back into the brand. So say if it's at a venue that's like, you know, a big venue that's used to a certain genre of music being played, it's just like, no, for that night when I'm coming through town, like the theming, it like changes the whole theme. It'll change the mm. whole atmosphere of the room. So if you've got these dark visuals and you got like, because we're working on, essentially, I do still like my logo, like the J-Dub logo, but from that I want to do, or oh, not what I want to do, it's what we're getting created at the moment is like a J as like a little spin off of that and then that can be like you know animated into 3D renders and just other cool stuff that can really tie in and if you imagine if you're in a in a venue that doesn't really have a theme it's just a nightclub just open plan you imagine you got TVs all around the venue and stuff like that on a big LED screen or something like that up behind the DJ booth or something then you imagine if you had like synchronized visuals all on all that it's going to change it's going to set the whole mood and it's going to like artistically make sense for the set and yeah. like that's what I really want I don't want like some flamboyant flowers and colors and colorful pineapples and shit behind me when I'm playing like yeah. that's not me that's not what I do so why why should we conform to that whatever the club just has on the system it's just like yeah. nah we're going to create this and it's going to be an experience and it just goes back to that thing again it's of like <laughs> we just want to deliver like the ultimate so when you book a show you get a show you don't yeah. just get a dj you, you get, get a, a show you don't get a dj rocking up five minutes before the set yeah after they've already drunk their bottle and leaving two seconds after their set yeah which we've yeah. seen a lot lately which is yeah. pretty funny mm. just on a, <laughs> yeah, side note. <laughs> on a side note which is which is pretty hilarious but um yeah so we're really trying to level up all every aspect of what we're doing and i guess why to me, I don't know why I feel the constant need that I need to justify to people that, you know, like we're working on music too, but mm. it's, yeah, there's just so many other aspects that... But it's not even like you haven't, like we literally have, you have yourself, what, three or, f no, even more, like four or five tracks already completed, ready to go. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so we do like, have a rollout ready. <laughs> so it's like, like whilst you might not have spent time this week working on music, like you've spent a lot of time in the past couple of months getting ensuring that you have that already to go. Yeah, I needed that because I do get into these mindsets. That, again, like that boxed in thing I was just talking about before yeah. where I feel like I'm not achieving. And I think I'm the biggest overachiever ever and it like can weigh on me a little bit. Like, yeah. Look at the ego in it. Yeah, <laughs> unreal. Unreal. <laughs> no, nah, but that's pretty funny, man. But like the other, the other side of what we've been doing as well is a lot of what 17 Online actually started to be. Mm -hmm. and that was like going to be a full production stuff and we haven't we haven't steered from that we've just been super busy with the artist project and elevating every other part of the of the brand and stuff because i think probably was a little bit naive when we first launched it we thought we could launch and like you know people would you know buy the sample pack products or people would enroll mm. in the courses and stuff like that 
And as, has, it has come, it has, has happened to an extent. It has, it yeah. has. But I guess like everything, I had very high expectations. Yeah. But in saying that, like it still did perform well. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, this is dope. But it's like, okay, now we got to focus on the brand and we got to like build that. And it's just like even little things like this podcast and stuff like that is, you know, building rapport with people and just building a, a more consistent base. Like you wouldn't want to buy something off a random stranger in the street. So yeah. it's like, okay, everything we're doing is for longevity. So yeah. yeah, so we've really put a lot more time back into the back end of that. So that's been more your field, bro. So break it down. What have we done? What have you done? <laughs> Jeez. Um, well, basically we've essentially, because we've run into issues with the website, uh, one set of line, it works, it functions, but the problem is we've had issues when we want to market products on the website just due to the the setup of it. So essentially what we're doing is creating a separate website that's going to be linked to one seven online. So when you can, you can still access everything, um, called Oso sound. So that's almost completed now. We're just waiting yep. for, um, external like coding, uh, coding basically to finish off the, the audio aspects of the website because for me it was out of my realm and it wasn't worth spending 300 Three hours. hours. Yeah, <laughs> 300 hours and learning to code. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I reckon that'll probably, I, I reckon, I believe that will probably be out by the end of next week. Yeah. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Now I put myself on a timeline. It's got to come good, out. Good, man. Good. I like that. Um, but essentially what we're doing is we're selling all of our sound products on this new website that will be linked. And why we've done this is because it's just a lot more flexible and allows us to advertise a lot more efficiently and effectively. Previously, uh, if you know about Facebook pixels and that sort of thing, essentially it's just a good tool that allows you to retarget people that visit your website so you can narrow down your niche and get more essentially bang for your buck with marketing dollars. Yeah. Um, we're having issues with that on one online just because of the back end and things weren't leaking properly and that sort of thing. But we know using this new software, Shopify, um, which we've talked about previously a little bit, it's going to link up a lot better. So yep. essentially we'll be selling sa sample packs, preset packs, yep. potentially plugins in the future. We'll yeah, work on that. plugins. We're working on a plugin at the moment yeah. as well, which is, it's cool. Yeah. I don't want to give too much away because yeah. I don't want to give it away. But, but also in the meantime, also some some racks for Ableton and that sort of thing as yep. well. Um, and a few other things, basically anything producer related on there. And you'll also be able to purchase the courses that we have coming up as well on there. Yep. And we also have, when we launch the website, we'll be releasing a new pack, which is, I won't give away exactly who it is, but um, it's a pretty big artist in the industry. He's signed to, signed records to Spinning. Spinning, uh, Spinning Next. Monster uh, Cat. Just signed a couple records to Monster Cat, so I can't yeah. say who it is yet because that hasn't been officially announced. Yeah. Like, hasn't been announced yet. True, true. But um, yeah, he's got some records coming out of Monster Cat. He's had some, actually, Musical Freedom is really some Musical Freedom as well. Yep. He's, yeah, he's had some collaborations and um, yeah, working slash worked with a lot of huge artists in the industry. Yeah. So, and his sound is very unique, and a lot of people have copied him. And I, I will say that openly. I think a lot of people are copying. Yeah, I what think he's a lot created. of people are trying to really emulate his sound yeah. right now. And he's from what country? Spain. Spain. Yeah. yeah. So he's really cool. We jumped on a Zoom call with him as well, and like yeah. even just chatting to him on a music producer level, like this dude is super dialed in. Like yeah. I was just like, okay, cool. Like he sent us the the sample pack yeah. for us to review and I was like how the hell did you get this sound from this thing it was like one of his processing things that he did to some vocal chops which are in this pack and I was yeah. like wow like this is yeah this is actually insane so yeah. he's yeah a very dialed in producer and these are some very unique samples like I haven't heard anything like it on splice or mm. anything like that so you know shout out the niche group that's gonna actually 
get these samples, you're going to have some really cool shit yeah, 100%. to work with. And actually, on that note, um, the way I met this guy, I keep trying not to say the name, yeah. um, was through Discord groups and stuff. So, like, want to reiterate, if you want to meet producers and collaborate with other people or even have conversations or, you know, just be amongst and get a bit more industry knowledge, look on Discord groups. Like, almost all the big labels have their own Discord group now. And jump in there and you can, you know, just chat with people that are working on stuff every day. We have our own Discord group as well that hasn't been extremely active at the moment, because, which is kind of my bad. I've been slacking a little bit on it. Andy, but we've, been so, we've been so busy with everything else, but nah. we'll be back on there soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're still active, but just haven't been posting as regularly. But yeah, jump on. We have a lot of producers even in just our Discord group, which is linked on 17 online, so you can join yep. through there. But yeah, great way to meet people and we'll be hosting some events either on there or through our YouTube, but using utilizing Discord in the future just for people to meet each other and have a chat. Definitely. Just a good, yeah, good spot to. It's just a better, work. it's a better platform to really work on. Like I've always posted in producer groups and stuff like that, and you see it so much. Like I honestly think producer groups on Facebook now are almost a fucking meme. Yeah, like, it's a little bit to an extent. Yeah. Like people just either comment, like post actual memes, or they just troll each other in the comments, and it's just yeah. like, man, none of this is constructive. Whereas yeah. I've been in some genuine Discord ones, and you get feedback, and it's just like oh, okay, like that snare kind of sucks or this thing isn't hitting through properly yeah. or, you know, it's like genuine production advice. So I'd urge any aspiring producers mm. or established producers even jump in these groups, man. Like you're never too good to learn something. So 100%. Yeah. 100%. Well, geez, I think we've, I think we've covered a lot. How, how are we going for time? Yeah, dude. We're, uh, we're sitting there 40 minutes. So that's actually uh, pretty good. We are forecasting about 45 minutes for, yeah, this, geez, for nah. this session. So... Yeah, moving forward, we got, yeah, this weekend is going to be a pretty crazy one with everything going on with the video shoots. So yeah. I'm looking forward to checking back in next week and, uh, yeah, reviewing it. And you can hear the ups. And Hopefully the minimal doubts. <laughs> we'll <see>. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll, we'll be preparing because the following weekend we have the first touring show in a while um, yeah. with Andy coming on as TM as well. So, yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of prep work and I'm really looking forward to, um, yeah, going in next week. It's going, to be, it's going to be a massive learning curve but also lots of fun and I can't wait to problem solve on the spot because it's <laughs> going to be a lot of that, I think. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thank you guys again so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, follow us on all the socials. So Instagram, 17online.com. No, it's not. I got it wrong already. <laughs> Damn it. We have like 30 Instagram accounts. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> no. All right. So Instagram is at 17online. Also, for anyone interested in our next drop, which is dropping in two weeks, which is uh, all the clothing and all the cool shit that we get up to, uh, also MVMT. And also, if you want to check our management page, a follow so you can keep up to Andy Trubby shooting cameras and yeah, whatever I'll post else. Yeah, some stories on the first show. <laughs> it should be epic. So that's OSO MGMT as well. And as always, mine is at JW Music and Andek is annoyingly at Andek with a billion <laughs> underscores. No, only two. Oh, it's two? <laughs> One oh. underscore was taken. <laughs> we'll see. We're trying to level up the Andek Instagram t- handle. So if anyone can get it for me, I'll pay you five bucks. Yeah. Game on. Game on. All right. So till next time. Peace out. See you all.